You're listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. Follow Angie on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy! This is uh, Between Blue Worlds, and uh, I almost said thank you for calling whatever job I haven't worked at in five years, <laughs> but this is my podcast, where I get to be a mommy and tell everybody things that I read, and I find, and the music, and the epiphanies, and the realities, and the new dimensions, and the cross dimensions, and the theories. Here's, here's what I just realized. So I had this little toy that a previous friend gave me, and we were very close, but it was like toxic. We both said that, and we're not friends anymore. And uh, you know, for it, it's not that simple. <laughs> but for the for the just trying to describe a toy, that's where we're at. All right. So this little toy is like a slinky alligator, right? You can hear it. I know you can hear it. These microphones are very strong. They can hear your heartbeat. <laughs> Did you know that? Not crazy? I found an app that can listen to your baby's heartbeat, and all you have to do is put the microphone against your belly. And I went, wait a second. <laughs> that means this microphone is constantly, what, using Doppler? <gasps> is that what that means? I don't know. I don't know what it means. Don't quote me, boy. I ain't said shit. Huh. Huh. So we're using this toy, and I was thinking about snakes. It looks like a snake. These bad reputation snakes. And Kundalini gets a bad reputation. And I thought of when Eve and Adam, in the Hebrew version, their names are Eve and Adam. Well, in the Americanized, no, in the Latinized, Latinized? In the Caesarized version, we get our Adam and our Eve. In the consolidated, public, policy-ready, civilian control unit that is the Old and New Testament combined into Christianity as we know it and branch off of it today, the creation story has Adam and Eve in the garden, in the Garden of Eden. And then Eve gets fruit they're not supposed to eat. The serpent tells her to eat it, even though God, the Father which they openly call him, right? That's no secret. It's not even an analogy. It's his fucking name throughout the whole thing. So the father said, don't eat that. And the snake said, you can eat it. And then when she brought it back and she said, I can eat it. And Adam said, well, then I can eat it too. I just kind of think that's how it happened Um, because they're supposed to be really immature. And that's what really immature people do, right? They're babies in the garden. If you're mature, you don't listen to somebody that tells you not to eat the fruit. So she eats the fruit, because the serpent told her to, right? We're getting to my epiphany, but I know not everybody has read this story. So it occurred to me to kind of lay it out. <clears throat> so then they have to leave the leave. God comes and he says, come talk to me. 
and they hide and they lie and they they say, "We'll never, we we didn't do it, and it was them," and blah blah blah. Or Adam does. I'm not really sure how that all goes down, but it goes down in a way that they end up getting kicked out. And uh, as there's a lot of things, I am sure. I'm just not gonna fucking get into it right now. So they get they on their way out. God says, "Oh man, now that you," and this word gets tricky. There's disobeyed. There's all sorts of stuff. But how this conversation ends up is he ends up telling Eve, now the snake will bite your heel and you will step on its head and you will forever be enemies. Because you listened to it and ate the fruit and I feel like there's a fucking piece missing. Hasn't everybody that's read that story felt like there's a piece missing in there? Like, we're still not getting the whole thing from God or these two little lying twerps. My thought, I was thinking as I wheeled this little snake around, it's actually an alligator, as I rattled it around and laughed, and I was thinking about kundalini energy and the snake coming up, and I thought of when you disobey your father, when you listen to the snake, the part of you that is self-interested think of snakes they're not really interested in pleasing anybody they they make mediocre pets i'm sorry snake people they do they're mediocre pets i've met all your snakes they fucking they're barely okay they shit on me they eat really cute things which is just horrible for me i mean all around they're mediocre pets but (laughs) i'm sorry i love you snakes because i just realized this about you i'm so glad you're so fucking selfish i'm glad people keep you as pets and i'm you know Whatever, I can kind of feel that in my heart space of like, aw, being kept as a pet. But you know what, it's brutal out there. I've had plenty of animals that if uh, I didn't keep them as a pet, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why'd you do this? You know? I can feel both parts. I think it's case by case. But anyways, so the snake, the self-interested part, right? So she has, she has a little dally with that. She eats the fruit. She goes back, she tells Adam. They do it. And I'm not even sure if that happened. I think she probably just talked to the God on her own, and Adam just kind of went along with all this because he's just falling pussy around. But that's just my my interpretation of immature behavior. That's my assumption of what immature people would do. So, I don't know. So, okay. So, Kundalini Snake. I know there's a reason this is taking so long to c- come out. It really was in my head so brief. She interacts with the snake. She then hides. She then 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 they lie, right? They try or the, I don't know if they outright lie, but they try to hide it. And God says, "Oh, why did you try to hide it?" If I remember from my reading, we'll go get a uh, I don't want to go get a Bible. I probably won't. We'll look this up later. I just don't want to deal with it. I want to go make my iced coffee actually here in a second. Um but I think, okay, hold on. I'm going to walk away from Dinosaur Train while we finish this. Hold on, folks. Here we go. Okay, so here she comes, right? She now has this dalliance with doing her own thing and not listening to the rules of her dad and using her judgment. She then hides it and runs off with her dude, and God says, Oh, man, why are you doing that? Now the snake will nip at your heels and you'll step on its head forever. It's never going to be resolved. He doesn't say resolved. I'm saying resolved. Because nip at your heel and step on his head forever. Right? 
That sounds like a snake trying to get in somewhere, trying to get some attention. And you're just deciding you're going to stay under dad, even though he kicked you out. I wrote a story once about, it was from the perspective of Eve on like leaving the garden, because it says there was other people. There's already a whole world going on. They're coming out, they're babies. She's already failed the fucking snake test. Lilith passed, she's long gone. I'm clearly not the only one to figure this out. If I found anything, it's that if I have a major epiphany that I think I'm the first one to to understand, that I think I'm really bringing light to something, uh, it takes about three seconds on Google to find out somebody already has an entire club and a book and a whole genre on the thing. But maybe you're like me. Maybe this is new to you. And what we're finding out is that Eve's mistake wasn't, well, it was lying to God. It wasn't disobeying her father. It was backing the fuck down when she did and then wandering around in the desert crying about her kids instead. She never empowered herself. She never said, yeah, I ate the fruit. It's fucking fine. I don't know what it was like when you had it. I don't know what went down. I don't know why you said that, but I'm an adult now. I can't live in the fucking garden forever, so peace. I'm going to go find other fruit too. I don't know, man. That's what it sounds like to me. Eve's starting to sound like a little bit of an anti-hero. But damned if she isn't a relatable one. Because I think we all have gardens that we go through. I know we do. The different levels of serpents and gardens and self, selfless advice and selfish advice as they balance and boink off one another. <clears throat> what are we... What are we supposed to do when the serpent nips at our heel? Just step on it and say, go away. Stop. Stop. Go away. And he says, and that will make it, that's the peace. And your childbirths will be painful because of this. Because you're not empowered and you're not able to say, no, dad. I know what's best for me, dad. I don't actually have issues with my father letting me do what I want. That sounded like almost like I did. And in case my dad listens to this, <laughs> know that I don't relate with this part because we're actually really open about stuff. And I haven't had this particular issue with you, sir. But I've watched it go down with other people. I've had this issue with other people, places where they wanted me to stay mature or immature. And I refused and decided to make my own choice. I bet we all have times in doctor's office and schools and teachers and parents that we didn't stand up for ourselves. We went all Eve because Lilith was hidden, as she always is. Because she's a very dangerous thing to perceive and embody if you're not mature enough to wield the kind of power that comes with being a woman. When you're a woman, you decide life or death. Louis C.K., God love that little pervert. He's a funny guy. He made some awful, awful sexual judgment mistakes. We all knew he was sick. It's what his whole stand-up's about, guys. Okay? It's not. I don't know why people think that. I, I mean, I know I, comedy isn't always real. It usually is not. It's usually some sort of an exaggeration. 
but we've had enough comedians in our society now know that it often masks things that are too hard to talk about without laughing. And then also there's just oversight issues and culture change. Um, we, we're going backwards finding crimes with new laws. It was never okay for him to start masturbating in front of his assistant. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm not even totally sure it's illegal now. <laughs> Just being honest, I'm, I'm not. There's no, you know, like, actual punishment. Like, on a, you know, there isn't a unwanted masturbation show. You could get indecent exposure if you were on public property. But it doesn't sound like he was out of doors or in a government building. Sounds like he was in his private office. Yeek. I talked on the last podcast about Malam, Mayim Balak, who played Blossom. I need ice real quick. Can you guys wait right over here? The ice maker is really loud. So just wait. I just found out it's Mean Girl Day. We'll just call that voice a little... I'm trying to stop doing my Mean Girl voice, but it's kind of funny. I don't know. I'll play with it. But wait there. Okay. So I talked about Mayim Balak. Cause she got Mayim. Um, she got in a little Twitter Twitter trouble. The twats came at her. I'm debating on not using that word anymore because it's based on vagina, I guess. But uh, I also use dick a lot. Men don't mind. I've never had a guy have an issue with me calling somebody a dick. It doesn't offend them. It's kind of that thing where I don't know. They kind of like it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, dicks are bad. <laughs> I don't know. Have you known men? Am I stereotyping too broadly? Do I just live with stereotypes? I don't know. Live with three of them. But Malin Balak, uh, she, she said that, uh, Blossom, she said that, uh, you know, this Hollywood stuff, the Hollywood pedophiles, it's so real and everybody's known the whole time. Essentially, she, I don't know if she said that part, but she said that how she avoids it. And she was honest, and part of it included dressing modestly, and she got real torn apart by that. For that. I think a lot of people probably think her too, but the kind of people that are real, I don't know, it's the people hanging out on Twitter that are real active on everything. Um, it's time consuming, it's draining. I know what it does to my body to have an in depth conversation with somebody, and I know a lot of them are throwaway and bot comments. And like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I got blocked from New York Times Parenting Magazine on Instagram. Because everybody that commented that vaccines were safe, I asked them why they were lying. Because that's not a statistical fact. It's not a medical fact. It's not a fact. Vaccines have never been tested for safety or efficacy in pregnant women, breastfeeding mothers, or children under four years old. They've never been tested for safety. We don't know if they're safe. Do you understand that? There's been lots of tests on communities at large to see what's wrong with them, but nobody follows up with the vaccinated people and writes down what they experience. There's nobody that inspects batches of vaccines. It doesn't exist. 
They are one of the most dangerous products you will come in contact with. And it's very important that you eat your fruit, you drink your water, and you align your energy to let everything keep flowing. Because from what I can tell that they do is that they grab any potential, high potential, anywhere where there's lots of light energy, and they utilize it and block it. What do you mean? Um, Sucralose, if you go on PubMed, you can just Google Pub, P-U-B-M-E-D, PubMed, and they have a bunch of scientific studies. Search up the the sweetener sucralose. It's the number one ingredient in at least three vaccines, and it's in most of them. It is a known cancer-causing agent. It is known to cause obesity from vaccines. Even in vaccines, there's lots of tests about that. Vaccines cause obesity. We have people killing themselves literally right now, not knowing that that weight they can't lose is a side effect of what they're injected with. That's what's going on right now. And it's about to stop. On September 19th, there is... There was a White House executive order that came out that scared the bejesus out of a lot of us by the title (laughs) because it had vaccine right in it. And very, very rarely, if ever, will the government use that word. And there it was, the executive vaccine plan. And as I started to read down, if you follow my Instagram, Between Blue Worlds, this is probably old news for you. I found out that the CDC, Center for Disease Control, who owns the patents on all of the vaccines, and only in the last three years, you can go to their website, they've been on social media for three years, Um, they have a toolkit you can use from them. It costs them a lot to design, so you should probably do that. Um, They own the patents for the vaccines. What this White House's executive order has done is reverse those patents not in plain language. It, has, it says that the CDC now has oversight from a committee, I believe it's of 12 people. They're all from different departments, different walks of life, different professions. Are they all mostly government? Absolutely. I'm okay with that. They're still human beings, okay? Government gives us a level of transparency because if they were private citizens, we wouldn't be able to get their addresses or their phone numbers, right? To call them and say this isn't right. So I'm okay with them being government employees or government board member, you know, whatever classification, contractors. That's okay with me. But I need government transparency for that to stay okay or to be okay. The current, uh, hmm. So what this did, (laughs) in fact, let's back up. So what this executive order did was take the CDC, which is notoriously private and very confrontational, their website for dog injury statistics, people injured by dogs, is called dogsbite.org. That's called a revealed bias. It's a fact, yes. Does your website need to be called that? Is that all that dogs do? Is that promoting public safety? No. They just really need to sell the rabies shot that they own. 
they've also done a lot of manipulation on that site. You'll notice pit bulls are everything on their site. They're number one everything bad. And it even says they're mostly the family dogs that do it. So I started looking at other people's statistics. My first clue was their name. My second clue was that pit bull isn't a breed. There's no way to classify a dog as a pit bull by blood. Uh, you can, except if it shows up as bully breed, you can say, yeah, that's, that's part bully breed, so it would fall under pit bull. But pit bull isn't a breed. So that's wrong. It's bad research. They're fucking lazy or manipulative. I'm going with manipulative because they're very busy. They're also really lazy. Government employees are fucking awful. If you've ever been... I'm sorry, government employees. I was one of you for a long time. and um, <clears throat> You know, I've been to the conferences. I know how you really talk. I know how you talk in your offices. This cop that just shot this guy in his own fucking house. She walked into the wrong apartment. Shot this man eating ice cream in his own living room. He's black. It's fine. It's not disgusting. You know what it is? It's her trauma. It's her training. I've been to their trainings. I went to the Holocaust Museum where the, the Federal Board of Education hosted us. Wasn't that so nice of them to brainwash us on their dollar? They didn't like me. They didn't like me at all. Not one bit. Because I don't have any... I don't know. I think it's much more dangerous for me to shut up. From my experience. I shut up for a while. You know what? After their jo- that job, I did shut up. I went, you know what? I got to recoup a little bit. That was scary. I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't really think pharmaceutical companies were using our unions to poison children to make them sick their entire life. That's who's doing it. You know how they do it? They consistently vote wages down by making it sound unfair if some new hire gets a higher wage. So my job was supposed to be hired at $25 an hour. And my union voted it down to $12.22. Which is an arbitrary number. (laughs) And they did it because they didn't want somebody getting paid more than them. It wasn't fair. They'd been there longer. If I had gotten $25 an hour, they would have had ground. Were they thinking? (laughs) I don't even... I don't know how to say this without saying, if they weren't being so damn stupid, because I'm mad. They could have said, hey, you just hired her at 25. I've been here a long time. I get 25 too. But instead, we're all stuck at 12.22. The arbitrary number of you feeling just in your illness and keeping everyone down with you. It's medicated depression. How does it get there? Well-meaning people tricked by the evil. That's it. Well-meaning people. I watched more well-meaning people get run over. More great principals fired for speaking up and replaced by a fucking body from another county that would do what they said. Send those kids to any doctor that would sign them up for any meds. I had a school counselor (laughs) tell me, oh, last year we had this. I can't even tell the story. It's heartbreaking. Basically, she was so thrilled that this kid didn't tell jokes anymore. It was like she'd won a race. She got the medal. He doesn't even tell jokes anymore. He's so studious. Not fucking heartbreaking. I can't even tell the rest. So I don't want to relive it. It's secondary trauma for you. Have you ever heard what secondary trauma is? Chuck Plunick 
did a thing on Joe Rogan where he's the one who wrote Fight Club. The movie Fight Club is, was a book first. He actually wrote it. The first was a short story for a writing class. And then he wrote the book, and then Fox picked up the book and turned it into the movie. And uh, it happens. And so he, uh, he talks about how easy it is to abuse your readers, in this case your listener. And that really struck me. It's easy to say, well, if you're going to listen to me, if you're going to read me, I'm going to blow your mind. You're going to remember this forever. I'm going to make it so extreme. And I was kind of raised around that kind of story, storytelling because I was raised in America. I realized not everybody listened to this was or is or has ever even been here. That's the world we live in now, and that blows my mind because elementary school, I had no internet. All of a sudden, middle school, we had like MySpace showing up, and the internet had just gotten around. It was just so fast. Friendster! That was the first one. Remember Friendster? Oh, God bless Friendster. That's right. That's how I kept in touch with all my rave friends. <laughs> From the San Francisco rave, rave, rave cruise. Hi, baby. Anybody remember Killer Tomatoes? The Killer Tomatoes party? Do they still do those? I just saw Imagine had a party. Uh, like, freaking not that long ago. It blew my mind. I wonder how many of the original people really went. I didn't go. We were the ones, um, if you were in the, a lot of, first I'm going to say if you were in America, if you were in San Francisco in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you went to the rave at City Hall, that was Imagine, that was us. I was really happy to be part of that crew, that was really fun. I didn't do a lot, I wasn't like a main player or anything necessarily, but I helped. I was willing to do it, and I was stoked. My parents let me do it. I think I was 18 actually, but you know, still they were supportive. That was cool. But anyways, this executive order, what it did was just open up the CDC stuff. So now they have a multidisciplinary panel that's overseeing everything they do. Uh, in the executive order, it explains how they use an uh, outdated process to make an ineffective influenza virus inside an egg, which causes allergic reactions. Holy shit, he just put it in an executive order. I'm going to fucking die. You know how many times I've been told that doesn't exist and that I'm lying? I've had people that trust me on everything else. And what, they just think I've lost my fucking mind on this? No, baby. I've never had anybody start looking into vaccines and be like, no, I didn't find anything. Know what I get? Oh my God, what is this? (laughs) Or I get... You'll never believe what happened. I went to my doctor. I've been seeing them forever. You know how this one goes. It's terrible. I want to say doctors are not authority figures. And I even feel like saying that's a lie right now. They've been given a ton of authority. And it's absolutely ludicrous. They're, the, they're listed as the third leading cause of death. However, the first two are caused by them. It's heart disease and cancer, which are both side effects of almost every drug listed, known, proven side effects of every single drug. It just is. Because your heart is not made to have rough-edged chemicals pumping through it. It's called a cascade of care. Create the problem. Fix it with another problem. 
Create the problem, fix it with another problem. And that's the cycle we're breaking. And this one hasn't been around that long. Please remember both schools as we know them and the medical industry in America, they've only been around maybe a hundred years. I know they're piggybacking on other stuff that's similar, but this is stuff that can't last. You can't hide behind numbers like saying, saying, oh, go get it. It's never been proven for safety. I was just saying this morning, I wanted to make, I don't want to get people like hit or something though. I was thinking about making a shirt that said, yeah, see, it can't be a shirt. Something, something that says, (laughs) I want to have it in writing that says cannabis, no known side effects found. Um, Specifically talking about pregnant women and breastfeeding women. They've tried really fucking hard. They've got this one study that almost shows low birth weight, but they didn't ask any of the people. It's all self-reported all over the phone, and they didn't ask any of the people if they were doing other drugs, what their lifestyle was, if they were, you know, if they birthed full term. It's a great question. That could contribute to a low birth weight. What if they had get, went into labor early? It's that easy to manipulate. When somebody says a study shows, ask to see the study. I post on my story today that we're not following NBC News anymore. They're officially garbage. Because every one of their hyperlinks and every one of their stories hyperlinks to another one of their fucking articles. That's an opinion. That's listening to one person talk about a subject. They're not reporting on anything. They're putting you in a cascade of their fucking care. (laughs) Creating a problem and then fixing it with another problem. We don't have to be stuck in that. There's solutions. They're just not allowed when they're profitable to be problems. Hey, can I tell you guys, Social Security sold my information. I've only changed my name with Social Security, my married name. They're the only place that has my new name. And I've gotten more scam calls with that name. And now I'm getting mail with it. Is that okay? Did you know Social Security is optional? You don't have to have a Social Security number. You really don't. Completely optional. But you need it to get a job. No, you don't. No, you don't. But then how do you pay taxes? Good fucking question. Turns out they're optional too. Fucking what? Yeah. There was a big article that didn't get around very well recently. Uh, that talked about it. It was like from Fox or NBC. One of, one of the big guys. It went out by accident. Got by the wrong people happens but it actually explained why income tax was optional and you don't have to pay we don't have a debtor's prison first of all they can come after you for stuff but they're not actually not able to do that technically it's so complicated i'm not giving you legal advice look everything up i'm just a mom if you just follow something blindly for me honey you got bigger problems you got you got to double check everybody no idea who i am I trust me. I've known me my whole life. But you should not. Not blindly. Trust you. You're the only one that knows your experience. A wonderful friend that I met through Instagram last night said, didn't you say once that it could be true that both truths were say the same, or like 
both going on at the same time, like in different dimensions, so we could both be right. And I said, oh my god, I did say that. And I was like, totally. Because it's a very, very plausible thing that physics has found could be going on. A lot of people in physics think that it definitely is, that every moment is a splinter in every direction. In this, mo- in this timeline, I made these choices. But there's a infinite splinters in all the other directions living out. There's a... My sister... My sister calls me. She said, oh man, I tried to watch a German horror movie. And I said, you what? Why would I react like that? Because I studied trauma. And I've watched German horror movies. When you've been through shit and you're still in the land where the shit happened... Your relative bar is a little higher for what's scary. I don't know what will happen to the people who have lived here in peace forever. We're looking at, what, two... uh, When was our world war? We were looking at not even quite 100 years since the last world war. That was ended in 43, right? 43, 1943, so we're 23 years away from that. And then World War I was before that. World War II only touched our soil on Hawaii, and that created a ton of... Well, I mean, I guess it touches our soil in a lot of ways. Red Scare and shit. I take that back. But can you kind of feel the youth kind of itching for problems? That's how soccer got started. They could feel the youth itching in London itching for problems so they started football clubs and then they just beat each other up instead of the general public Mm. hey here's a conspiracy theory I have not looked into this one at all this is straight up a conspiracy theory that just came to me I was reading articles about uh, specifically in Guatemala in Guatemala there's farmers will be um (laughs) will be told they're they're growing medicine. They'll be paid much more than their usual crop. They start growing red poppies. The red poppies then are illegal, of course, but they don't necessarily know that or aren't told that. Then somebody comes in, rips them all out. The cartel either sets them back up or kills them or they're arrested, whatever. It doesn't work out well for the Guatemalan farmers. And it's red poppies. And I was trying to think where else I've seen red poppies, because I live in California, and our flower here for California is the orange poppy. It's like, it grows everywhere wild. As far as I know, it's native, but I would not be surprised at all if somebody was like, oh, it's not even native. I'd be like, fucking, of course it's not. I'm not shocked. Um, Our national bird was almost the turkey. (laughs) I don't know, I kind of like that. I do like eagles, though. Anyways... So I was thinking about the red poppies. Where have I seen this red poppy before? It's a fucking royal family. So then I was thinking about it. And don't they wear them for their military? Isn't the red poppy the flower? Like for their Memorial Day and remembering their veterans and stuff? Maybe it's for something else. I swear it's the red. I know it's a red poppy though. Because it doesn't look like a red poppy. To me, I didn't think that's what it was because I was used to the orange ones. Is there something there? Am I just reading too far? 
Now there's just been so many fucky things. Is that a coincidence that that's the poppy flower that's going in all these places that the drug cartels are using? Yeah. I sure as fuck hope not. I've just read too much history to trust a monarchy or a government or anybody but me and my family. And even then, hold them close, honey. I talked a little bit today, this morning, with a friend about the difference. I've had two. I've given birth twice. I'm pregnant now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We had sex and it worked. (laughs) A lot of it has to do with not being on medications. There's a lot of people with fertility problems now. Uh, Infertility is a side effect of vaccines. I'm not even joking. I'm sorry. I can't make this shut up. It's just listed. Um, It's not on all of them. Go to V-A-E-R-S dot. Is it gov or com? I don't know. You can just Google it. It's VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Something Reaction System Services Reporting. Reporting. So what it is is it's where you can report incidents. You'll see they're very dangerous. It's not like, it's not even hard to find out or a secret. Uh, It's a total lottery. And there's simple tests that could make it not a lottery, but they're just not doing them. And now this red poppy thing, I'm just all over the place. And we're allowed to be. I'm allowed to talk about these ideas. We have freedom of speech in this country. This is not a threat to anybody. If anything, this should be encouraged. My current president would encourage it. He'd even protect my right to say it if he didn't agree with it. How do I know that? Because he does all the time. He asks people to talk to him. Start watching him instead of news about him. It's two different people. If you really are open to everything being okay, what if Trump was okay? What if this was exactly the back pendulum swing we needed to expose the racist assholes, which he's not? He may have inadvertently supported some guys who harbor some shit, but I'm sorry. I've watched the guy for too long. Watched him support Dennis Rodman in a dress when nobody else fucking did. If you were around in the 90s and you saw Dennis Rodman come around out in a dress, we'd never seen a man do that outside of comedy. He came out and married himself. Oh, oh it's hard to run in one boot. You're silly. And he lost contracts. He almost got all sorts of stuff. There's People thought really nasty stuff was going to happen to him besides just losing money. And you know how, who came out and said they supported him and even walked around with him? Trump. Donald freaking Trump. And when he saw what these pedophiles were doing, he started telling people, I'm going to become president. And they stopped being friends with him. We don't even fucking know that guy. Epstein stopped inviting him to his parties. He wouldn't have gone anyways. His daughter was getting older. He knew she was beautiful. And he was teaching her how to be smart. And she's now gotten votes for something like 50 million women in African countries. Get the fuck out of here. Show me a track record like that from a first lady. I don't give a shit if it's his daughter, his wife, his ex-girlfriend, his fucking current concubine. Fucking get women land rights. I don't give a fuck who you're fucking. It's none of my business. I don't care who your daddy is if you're doing the right thing. I give a real big fuck when you're shady. Huh. 
we give up real big fuck when they're shady. Because if they shady, we can't trust them. And once we know they shady, they shady. Huh. Is there a way to come back from being shady? Oh, yeah, and we know it. We know when somebody's died and come back. That's what that meant, didn't it, Jesus? You got to realize... You gotta die, man. You realize at some point I've been so fucking selfish. And these panic attacks are gonna take me out. Jesus never came in contact with Christianity. We don't know what we don't even know what he really said. We definitely don't know what he'd think about Christianity. The quotes that are attributed to him um, tell women that they're saved already and they don't have to do anything. He treats them as equal, tells men to leave them the fuck alone. The woman putting his oil, the oil on his head and feet right before he's about to be crucified. And the fucking dudes that are with him. These are like the best of the best dudes, right? Or maybe they're the dudes that needed him most. He saw the dudes that were the worst. That's what I think sometimes. He's like, if I can get these dudes to shut the fuck up and give somebody a chance, I can do anything. The unsung woman in the Bible. I think he was hanging out with a bunch of smart-ass women. And some dumb-ass dudes. Could you imagine following Jesus around for, like, ever? Not ever. It's been, like, a few months, though, right? You've seen the fish. You've, you've watched all this stuff happen. And then the night before, he says he's going to get crucified. Here comes one of the women that's going around with you guys. He says they know her. And they start giving her shit for putting oil on him right in front of Jesus. You've watched this guy now. When a woman committed adultery and was thrown on the floor in front of him, he told those guys to fuck off. What in the world do you think he's going to do? So what does he do? What did he do, Bob? What did he do? He says, she saved up for this. She planned this. What did you guys do? Leave her alone. That's what he says. Because as much as they try to rewrite and create a religion, they can't put... That's why he doesn't talk at Pontius Pilate. Oh, I'm realizing so much. I don't think Jesus would have even practiced Christianity. He definitely wasn't going to church every Sunday. I watched this, uh, I didn't grow up with, like, Christian, I didn't know anything, really, until I was a teenager, I read the Bible myself, and didn't, I really just got through the Old Testament and was like, what the fuck? Because it's history. And I was in public education, I didn't have a lot of history. <laughs> Not real history. I was told ridiculous things, like, Queen Elizabeth was the queen of peace and she was amazing. Unless you were fucking Scottish or not Catholic or not Protestant. <laughs> um, but she was pretty. Okay. Bloody Mary killed the same amount of people, but she wasn't pretty, so she got called Bloody Mary. She probably killed less. I read some of the real numbers on the Inquisition and it really wasn't... Uh, the way that Hollywood sells stuff with. I don't think people that made movies were trying to trick people. I think they were trying to entertain you not knowing uh, that it was going to have massive ramifications for the world. 
Waldorf is really interesting to me. And I said this on the last podcast too. Someday I'm going to actually do it. I want to ask 18 Realms for more information on Waldorf and listen to his uh, podcast more. I got to catch up. I've only heard two or three of them now. Um, if you, this is your first time listening to Open Lines Radio, my phone's still even on. Oh, good. Um, thank you. Uh, we're ad free. We're fucking chilling. We're here just exposing ourselves to the public. Um, we're not trying to sell anything to you. Uh, you can donate. That's cool. Um, there's a, on Open Lines Radio's website. Uh, go to, uh, I think it's openlines.com. Openlinesradio.com. But it's on SoundCloud. It's on Instagram. I should probably know that. I'm sorry, Mark. And I know you won't be fucking mad because we're here doing our thing. I wouldn't be here if these people fucking suck and I didn't like them. Because I did lots of years with people that suck and I don't like them. And slave labor is not my thing. Um, when I used to want to go camping as a kid, my dad used to say, uh, my, my ancestors worked really hard to get into houses. I have no interest in moving backwards. And I loved that. I didn't even mind that we didn't camp, really. It just, I loved the line so much that it just wrapped itself into my identity. I just, <laughs> my ancestors worked so hard. Why? Why would I move backwards? It's just true. Camping's fun. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I don't... I, I've had fun camping, but I was young and super intoxicated. <laughs> so, that was... And it actually, you know, looking back, probably would have been a lot more fun to do something else. Um, I was part of the gotta be popular in school fucking catch-all net. That was... Priority number one, not grades, not anything. It was all a popularity contest for moi. Moi. Oh my god, this Clue app is so stupid. I'm sorry if you're from Clue or work with Clue. Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a menstrual cycle app that has no place to press, I'm pregnant, please stop notifying me. I paid for the app. I don't really want to cancel it, and I will get my period again. But please stop sending me things like, your period looks like it's late. Yeah. Yeah, by a little bit. It's going to be late by a lot more, quite hopefully. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's some women that get, their, that get their periods all the way through their pregnancy, I learned. That was the one true thing the woman at Planned Parenthood told me. <laughs> Wasn't that nice of her? She told me a lot of super untrue things. Like that you can't get pregnant the day after your period. Which is not true. (laughs) But that's okay. Because we all have blind spots. I think... uh, I think moving forward we're all going to be better at saying, yeah, I was wrong. And that's going to make it easier for anybody to say, yeah, I was wrong. Because if we have to lose everything, all our career and everything, every time we admit we did the wrong thing, nobody's going to admit it. And then we're not going to get anywhere. That snake's going to just keep nipping at our heels. You want me to wind that up? Oh, I love it. I'll wind it up. Dinosaur train! Dinosaur train! I don't think PBS should be government funded. I think the government should be there to save it. If we all vote, it should be saved if it starts to go under. But I think that it has 
a lot of potential on its own. And if it takes government money, it even subconsciously will feel in a way behoven, behoven to the government. And uh, I don't want that. I want you, me, and everybody to have to donate our money to keep it fucking going. And I want to have faith in each other that we could. Because I know we can. I know we're real fucking capable. And somewhere in that message that we all were getting that sounded like it was encouraging all through the 90s and 80s that you can be anything. It just wasn't. Watching everybody get a trophy just made you feel small and stupid and not want to try. Just going to fucking get it, get it anyways. And that's a lie. Their trophy is a lie. <laughs> and they know it's a lie. And everybody, you know, there's ways to do it. There's ways to teach that bad feelings are okay and that losing's okay. Feel bad. Feel like shit. You're free to do that. You don't have to take anything about that. You don't have to change it. You just can't hurt anybody with it. It's our only rule. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to go play with the toddler. This is Between Blue Worlds. I'm Angie Angie Jelani. I'm here intermittently and as much as I can be. Um, Go listen to everybody else. There's a bunch of great shows and they're fucking amazing. And they're worth listening to and... If you have something to say, tell Mark you want to say it. Go to Tin Can Telephone or Open Lines Radio on Instagram. Tell Mark he has something to say. We all want to hear it. He's so easy to talk to. He'll even host a show and just chat with you. Go listen to Fireside Chats where he interviews people. I've never had an easier time talking to anybody. You can do this. You can tell people what you think. And, then, and you know what? Your parents may disagree with you, your friends. You might lose people over it. But you're going to be stuck with you your whole life, no matter what you do. And those other people could get hit by a train tomorrow. And you'll have missed every opportunity you wanted just to make sure they weren't a little uncomfortable about you. And you know, you might be surprised. You might do it and surprise them. They might need you to. All right. Love you guys. Peace out.